Hey y'all, it's not Paula Dean, it's your good friend, A.A. Ron. Hope everyone's having a great day. Welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's a beautiful, beautiful, today was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. I hope you all had a chance to get outside. You should just take the day off. If you're at work right now, just especially if you're in Kansas City, I, I encourage you, I can't tell you about my secret spot that I like to go to. Um, but yeah, go find your own little secret spot where there's trees and leaves that are turning. This is one of the most beautiful times of the year. So beautiful, so beautiful, so, 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 so beautiful. And if you have a spouse, it makes it even better. Just put a blank, go to the grocery store, buy a few things both of y'all like, get a couple drinks, some Izzy's and some sushi or some some snacks or some some things to nosh on and just go at it have fun just don't don't go at it you know you know what i mean in the park because i'm trying to i don't want y'all thinking or i'm not trying to get in trouble saying i ate it and abetted uh you know frisky business uh what indecent exposure out in the in public anyway all right so yes I can tell where my man, mind has been at lately. But, uh, yeah, last night was pretty crazy, pretty wild. Uh, it was actually Halloween. And before 9 o'clock, it was a lot of kids picking up parents that were going to the nice neighborhoods uh, <laughs> to get candy. Um, and then, out, yeah, after like 10 o'clock, the freaks, the freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out. The freaks come out at night. Yeah, the freaks came out for real. I had Harley Quinn in my car and I had Joker in my car. I had some dude talking to me in a golem voice from Lord of the Rings. He was a cool guy though. Shout out to him. I can't remember his name, but he added me on Instagram. Uh, what else? Um, <laughs> had all kind of characters. Oh man, funniest story. And then I'll quit. Well, yeah, we'll just share this one. I got a bunch of other stories say those for the grandkids or for the books but all right so i had this young lady how can i say this how can i say this and still kind of be funny what is the word i'll use word choice uh all right here we go since we talked about the beatitudes here we go some of y'all track along what i'm saying so i had this young lady in my car Ah, I feel like Holy Spirit said don't say that. Anyway, I had this young lady in my car. And yeah, she was it was her and our four our other three friends. And we had a great conversation. She was kind of tripping me out though cuz she had a I want to say satanic whatever they are on her necklace, pentagram thing. What do they call them things? And she had red eyes. I was like, "Oh my goodness, Lord, what's going on here?" Anyway, we had a great conversation. I was encouraging her cuz she got dumped by her boyfriend. Anyway, by the time we got to Missy B's, which is a uh uh, yeah, a club here in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, she looked in the back seat to make sure none of her friends left their like stuff or their phone. And when we both looked back, I picked up a cell phone. I was like, here, somebody dropped their phone. And she's like, which one of you, beep, left your cell phone in the car, in this man's car? <laughs> and she's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. So I kid you not, I pull away, right? I'm going to make a TikTok about this. About 10, five, five, 10 seconds later, 
I get a phone call, bring or whatever the little ringtone was, bring bring. And I'm like, why is there a phone ringing in my car? It was old girl sitting in the front seat who just said, which one of you, uh, you know what, <laughs> left uh, left your phone in the car? Her. Yeah, so I drove back. I was like, you know what? God must be on this. So I handed her Romans Road to Salvation flyer with the, uh, with the phone. And yeah, she had dropped $9 in the front seat. Before all this, yeah, as she was getting out, she had dropped $9, and I noticed it, and I um, gave it to her. When I took her phone back, she gave me that same $9, and then later on, when I was at the gas station, I found a random extra $10 in my front seat. I I didn't see it the first time, but apparently it was there the whole time, because nobody else, unless an angel put it there. All right, we're in Matthew chapter 6. Last chapter five, we talked about the bee attitudes. It's pretty crazy because I feel like bees have been like hanging around with me all day. When I was hanging out at Union Station and when I was getting my washing my car, it was like bees were just hanging out at me. And it's like, God, you funny. Wink, wink. Bee attitudes. All right, teaching about giving to the needy. Watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. This is one of the hardest things is to do something nice for people. And then not be quick to like toot your own horn and tell somebody about it. Like if you, yeah, tip somebody big and don't make, yeah, secretly drop stuff in people's bags or their purse or whatever. The little quick handshake, envelope handshake, whatever. All right. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth. They have received all the reward they will ever get. Now, don't get me wrong. There's sometimes where it's good time for testimony time. Like I have a great testimony where this guy gave me, um, oh yeah, I gave a hundred dollars at church and immediately I got $200 from my very next rider. As soon as I got out of church, I turned on Uber. My next rider took him all the way up to Lawrence. It gave me, it was 50 bucks. Plus they gave me $200 tips. Stories like that. It's okay. You know, to build, I, I love those kind of testimonies to build people's faith and encourage people to give. Um, but we got to be careful to not always, you know, God, at the end of the day, God knows your heart. He knows your intentions. Are you trying to just, yeah, draw attention to yourself and say, look at me, I'm special. I, I'm a giver. And it's, and one, it's one thing to give. It's anybody can give when they are a billionaire or the millionaire, or, you know, all the bills are paid and they live in a nice house and they make over six figures. But let's say you only make 20 grand a year and God tells you to give two grand to somebody, whatever, or to your church. Um, you know, well, you should be giving two grand anyway, because that's 10%. But you know what I mean? Like, anyway, like the widow's might, or the woman who gave to, you know, Elijah, who fed Elijah, or the woman with the alabaster box. Go read those stories. All right, verse three. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. My parents used to quote that. My mom used to quote that scripture a lot. Give your gifts in private, and your father who sees everything will reward you so once again i'll have to clarify that i'm gonna say it again your father in heaven give your gifts in private and your father who sees everything will reward you have you ever given stuff and given something to somebody and the reaction you got wasn't what you were expecting um it was just like they acted nonchalant about it or you gave something you like man nobody saw that and it's like it's like something about it when nobody sees it 
you want to go tell at least somebody. Like, I like, one of the people I like to tell is, like, my, at least my brother, you know. It's like, I got to tell somebody about this. It's like, no, God, you don't tell anybody. You don't tell a soul. God sees it. He'll reward you. That's all that matters. And we don't give to just get rewards. We give because that's because Jesus gave to us the greatest gift anyone could ever give, his son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. All right, teaching about prayer and fasting. Verse 5, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth. That is all the reward they will ever get. I was like, that's why I was kind of hesitant for a long time to do video for this podcast. Um, but hey, we're here now. <sighs> yeah, somebody's going to watch this and get benef- benefit from it. All right, verse six. And when you pray, go away by yourself because it's easy. I don't want people to watch this podcast just because they think I'm like somewhat handsome, or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So I want people, yeah, there's some people that will actually just watch your videos just because they think you're attractive, uh, not because of the content you're giving. And it's so easy for pride to, for that to go to our heads. All right. So easy. It's a very, very quick. All right. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. And then your father who sees everything will reward you. One of my favorite places to pray and cry out to the Lord is in the shower. Verse 7, when you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Pray like this. Our Father, this this is the uh, Lord's Prayer. This is, we used to recite this at my grandma's church every Saturday. Uh, all right, our Father in heaven. May your name be kept holy. Now, this is the NLT version, by the way, because I've always learned the other way, the New King James, the King James version. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. I just did my little uh, voiceover voice. <laughs> if you would like to... Leave a message for A. Aaron. Please press 1 to leave a message for <laughs> Leroy. Please press 2. Uh, verse 14. If you forgive those... Yeah, oh yeah, let's read that part again. Verse 12, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation or don't lead us to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin, and then I don't know where the part says, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. They took that all out. All right, verse 14, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled, so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. We could talk about that for a while. That's why I personally like the Daniel fast, because you can at least drink stuff and eat stuff. And yeah, for those of y'all got dietary restrictions, whatever. And I've heard different Christians be like, 
that's not really a fast, you know, <laughs> yeah, people get like heated about this stuff. Like, yeah, that like legalism sometimes will kick in and be like, I'm a super Christian because like, I don't eat food at all. And I just drink water. Please don't do that. That's all right. All right. Let's keep going. Verse 17. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. <laughs> it reminds me of that book. Wash your face, girl. By whoever that girl is, young lady, then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father, who knows that you what you do in private, and your father, who sees everything, will reward you. Once again, I don't know about y'all, but there's a lot of times I have these little blip moments where I live my life and act like God is not seeing everything I'm doing. It's real easy, cause yeah, cause he's right now he's invisible, but I don't know lately some of the ways he's been winking at me like for real i'm like oh yeah he's watching everything i'm doing all right teaching and listening to every conversation teaching about money and possessions don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat uh, let me get a better color to highlight that where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Well, ain't that the truth? Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep the darkness is! Basically, don't be complacent. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. That goes for, yeah, we, yeah. All right, let's keep going. I could talk about that for a while, but we'll just keep going. Uh, all right. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Wow. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares for cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are there today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs, not some of your needs, all of them. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Or some translations I've heard read say the desires of your heart. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow. I just had a conversation with my, this guy that's the maintenance man here, and we're talking about being singleness, being hard, and I was tired. I was not, I didn't have my Mr. You know, Christian cap on in that moment. And yeah, I just made a joke about like, yeah, we just need to find some nurses. So if we ever stroke out, uh, they know what to do. But uh, yeah, he was saying something about, yeah, a lot of these younger women, they just want somebody to take care of them. And he's not getting any younger. He's like, I think he said he's 45, I think, 40. I forgot what he said, 42. Anyway, I will really, I don't know, one of my lines I keep dropping on folks is John chapter 4, but I'm trying to find a way to say that story without sounding, coming across like as preachy or religious, but 
I don't know how else to tell it, but Jesus is the well. And when you drink from him, he's better than anything. Yeah, you thirsty for a woman? He's better than any of these women out here. And that's kind of what helps me. Oh, man, I saw all kind of stuff the last three, three, four days for Halloween. They need to call it Hoochaween because uh, that's pretty much all it was, especially on Saturday. I saw so many cheeks and I ain't talking about these kind. All right, on your face. All right, so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. All right, y'all. I'm about to go to sleep. I've been up all night, up all day. Um, and so as I say, but it, 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 that, that's all, folks. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.